Is a recession a good time to invest in real estate? Today's episode will answer that question. Welcome to the BRAP RE Livable Loves podcast, where business meets lifestyle and investing meets ambition. I'm your host, Mary Carlson. Join me every week as we uncover the secrets to success on Mondays with The Real Deal. Elevate your life every Wednesday and explore the unexpected on Fridays. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for a fresh dose of inspiration and strategies to live your best life. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to this episode of the Braffery Podcast and The Real Deal series, where we'll be exploring whether a recession is a good time to invest in real estate. Before we begin, this episode is sponsored by NordVPN. Attention all internet users. Are you concerned about your online privacy and security? NordVPN has got you covered. With NordVPN, you can browse the web with complete peace of mind. NordVPN uses military-grade encryption to protect your online activities from prying eyes. Plus, with their advanced features like CyberSec and VPN, you can be sure that your personal information is safe from hackers and cyber criminals. Don't wait. Sign up for NordVPN today and enjoy a more secure and private internet experience. Check out the link in the description box of this episode. As we all know, the global economy is unpredictable, and no one can predict when a recession will hit. Personally, I believe all signs are pointing to a recession. And this year, BlackRock released the 2023 Global Outlook Report, and they believe all signs are pointing to a global recession as well. The real estate market is a sensitive sector that can be greatly impacted by a recession. When the economy takes a hit, bubbles burst due to higher interest rates, decreased spending, and an air of uncertainty. Real estate investors find themselves in a dilemma of whether or not to invest during a recession. In this episode, we'll explore the pros and cons of investing in real estate during a recession to help you make an informed decision that can lead to profitable returns. So buckle up and let's dive right into the question at hand. Investing in real estate during a recession can be a double-edged sword. On one hand, real estate prices may be lower, providing an opportunity for potential buyers to purchase property at a discount. On the other hand, the economic downturn may result in decreased demand for real estate, leading to a longer time to sell the property or even difficulty in finding tenants to rent the property. So, the question remains, should you invest in real estate during a recession? The answer is, it depends. It depends on your personal financial situation, your investment goals, and the specific market conditions in which you are considering investing. Let's look at some of the advantages and disadvantages. Advantages of investing in during a recession. During a recession, the real estate market experiences a shift, creating unique opportunities for investors. Here are some of the advantages of investing in real estate during a recession. Lower property prices. During a recession, property prices tend to fall due to a decrease in demand. This provides a perfect opportunity for investors to buy properties at lower prices than during a booming economy. It is important to note that not all properties will decrease in value, but many will experience price drops, making it easier for investors to enter the market. Low interest rates. During a recession, central banks often reduce interest rates to stimulate economic growth. Lower interest rates make it easier for investors to secure mortgages and finance their investment. This is a significant advantage because lower interest rates result in lower monthly payments, making it easier for investors to manage their investments. Potential rental income. Real estate investors can generate income through rent. During a recession, people tend to rent rather than buy homes, providing investors with the potential for steady rental income. This is especially true for those who invest in multifamily properties, which can provide more stable cash flow during an economic downturn. Tax benefits. Real estate investors can enjoy tax benefits such as property tax deductions, depreciation, and interest deductions on their mortgages. These benefits can help investors save money and make their investments more profitable. 
Disadvantages of investing in during a recession As with any investment, there are also disadvantages to investing in real estate during a recession. Here are some of the disadvantages to consider. Market uncertainty The real estate market is volatile during a recession. Investors may not be able to predict the future value of their properties. As a result, investors need to be prepared to hold on to their properties for a longer period of time and potentially experience lower returns than they would in a stable market. Limited financing options Lenders may be hesitant to lend money during a recession, making it harder for investors to secure financing. Investors may need to have a larger down payment or more cash reserves to secure a loan. It is also important to note that some lenders may require higher interest rates or have stricter underwriting standards during a recession. Difficulty in finding buyers Selling a property during a recession can be challenging as there are fewer buyers in the market. This can result in longer wait times for properties to sell, potentially leading to higher holding costs. Risk of property damage During a recession, properties may be more vulnerable to damage due to lack of maintenance, which can lead to higher repair costs. Investors need to be prepared to spend money on repairs and maintenance to ensure their properties are in good condition. Now, let's explore some tips for investing in real estate during a recession. Focus on cash flow During a recession, it's important to focus on generating steady cash flow through rental income. This can help you weather the economic downturn and potentially even profit from it. Look for distressed properties. Distressed properties such as foreclosures or short sales may present an opportunity to purchase a property at a discount. Diversify your portfolio. Investing in different types of real estate such as commercial or multifamily properties can help diversify your portfolio and spread out risk. Research the market. Before investing in real estate during a recession, it's important to research the market conditions thoroughly. Look for areas with a stable or growing job market, low crime rates, and good schools. Now, let's explore some strategies for investing in real estate during a recession. Investing in rental properties, flipping distressed properties, buying foreclosed properties, investing in real estate, investment trusts, and investing in real estate mutual funds. Let's begin with the first strategy, investing in rental properties. This is a classic strategy that can be very effective during a recession. When the economy is down, many people are hesitant to buy homes, which means that the demand for rental properties tends to increase. As a result, investing in rental properties during a recession can be a smart move. To make this strategy work, you need to focus on properties that are in good locations and have strong rental potential. You also need to make sure that the rental income will be sufficient to cover your expenses and provide a good return on your investment. The second strategy is flipping distressed properties. This involves buying a property that needs significant repairs or renovations, fixing it up, and then selling it for a profit. This can be a great way to make money in a down market because distressed properties are often available at a lower price than their market value. However, flipping properties can be risky, so you need to be careful. Make sure you have a good understanding of the costs involved in the renovations, and make sure you can sell the property for a profit once the work is done. The third strategy is buying foreclosed properties. When people can't afford to make their mortgage payments, their homes may be foreclosed on by the bank. Foreclosed properties can be purchased at a lower price than their market value, making them a great investment opportunity. However, buying foreclosed properties can also be risky as these properties may have liens or other issues that can make the purchase complicated. Make sure you do your research and understand the risks involved before investing in a foreclosed property. The fourth strategy is investing in real estate investment trusts, or REITs. REITs are companies that own and operate income-producing real estate. Investing in and rate can be a good way to diversify your portfolio and get exposure to the real estate market without having to buy properties directly. The fifth and final strategy is investing in real estate mutual funds. 
These funds invest in real estate-related stocks and can be a good way to get exposure to the real estate market without having to buy properties directly. Keep in mind that mutual funds are subject to market risks and you should do your research before investing. There are many ways to invest in real estate during a recession. Whether you choose to invest in rental properties, flip distressed properties, buy foreclosed properties, invest in REITs, or invest in real estate mutual funds, there are opportunities to make money in the real estate market even when the economy is down. Just remember to do your research, understand the risks involved, and make wise investment decisions. Let's talk about frequently asked questions that I get related to real estate investing during a recession. Question number one, should I invest in commercial or residential real estate during a recession? The answer is, it depends. Remember, I am a real estate agent but I am not your real estate agent so this is not advice. It depends on your investment goals. Commercial properties can provide higher rental income, while residential properties are generally easier to finance and manage. Consider your investment goals, risk tolerance, and the local real estate market when deciding which type of property to invest in. Question number two, what are some strategies for investing in real estate during a recession? Look for undervalued properties, focus on cash flow, and consider investing in distressed properties. These properties may require more work, but they can be purchased at a lower price and have the potential for a higher return on investment. Question number three, what are some factors to consider before investing in real estate during a recession? It is important to consider the location, the condition of the property, the local real estate market, and your financial situation before investing. Location is key as it can greatly impact the demand for the property. The condition of the property can affect repair costs, and overall profitability. The local real estate market can provide insights into supply and demand, pricing trends, and potential competition. Lastly, your financial situation should be considered as it will impact your ability to secure financing and manage the investment. Now for the recap. Investing in real estate during a recession can be a risky but potentially lucrative opportunity. Lower property prices, low interest rates, and potential rental income are some advantages of investing in real estate during a recession. However, market uncertainty, limited financing options, and difficulty in finding buyers are some disadvantages. Before investing, consider the location, condition of the property, local real estate market, and your financial situation to make an informed decision. It is also important to have a long-term investment strategy and be prepared for potential challenges that may arise. So, is a recession a good time to invest in real estate? It depends on your investment goals, risk tolerance, and market analysis. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast, and we hope this information was helpful in your investment journey. Happy March. I am your host, Mary Carlson. Welcome to today's episode of the BRAP RE podcast, Elevate Your Life series on Wednesdays. Today, we're talking about the power of self-awareness. We'll be discussing what it is, why it's important, and how to develop it. So, let's dive in. First, let's talk about what self-awareness is. Self-awareness is the ability to recognize and understand your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. It's the foundation of emotional intelligence and an essential skill for personal and professional growth. Self-awareness is the ability to reflect on your own experiences, identify your strengths and weaknesses, and understand how you respond to different situations. In today's episode, we'll explore why self-awareness is crucial, how to develop it, and how it can positively impact your life. Understanding self-awareness. Now that we've defined self-awareness, let's talk about how it works. There are different types of self-awareness, including internal self-awareness and external self-awareness. Internal self-awareness is the ability to understand your own thoughts and feelings. External self-awareness is the ability to understand how others perceive you. It's important to note that self-awareness differs from self-consciousness. While self-awareness involves understanding yourself and your emotions, self-consciousness is the fear of being judged by others. 
Benefits of self-awareness. So, why is self-awareness so important? The benefits of self-awareness are numerous, but here are a few key ones. Firstly, self-awareness increases emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand and manage your own emotions and the emotions of others. Secondly, self-awareness improves communication and relationships. When you're aware of your own emotions and behaviors, you can communicate more effectively and build better relationships. Finally, self-awareness leads to greater personal growth and development. When you understand your strengths and weaknesses, you can make more informed decisions and set realistic goals for yourself. How to develop self-awareness. So, how can you develop self-awareness? Here are a few strategies. Firstly, practice mindfulness. Mindfulness involves paying attention to the present moment without judgment. It's an excellent way to understand your thoughts and emotions. Secondly, try journaling and self-reflection. Writing down your thoughts and feelings can help you identify patterns and better understand yourself. Finally, seek feedback from others. Ask friends, family, or colleagues for honest feedback on your strengths and weaknesses. Obstacles to self-awareness. While developing self-awareness is important, it's not always easy. There are several obstacles to self-awareness. Firstly, fear of self-discovery. It can be scary to confront your own flaws and weaknesses. Let's talk about self-discovery and why it's important. You know that feeling when you're lost and unsure of who you are or what you want out of life. That's where self-discovery comes in. Self-discovery is the process of getting to know yourself on a deeper level. It's about exploring your values, beliefs, strengths, weaknesses, and passions. It's a journey of self-reflection and self-awareness. So, why is this so important? Well, for starters, it helps you understand yourself better. When you know who you are and what you stand for, you can make more informed decisions and set goals that align with your values. Self-discovery also leads to personal growth. By exploring your strengths and weaknesses, you can work on improving yourself and becoming the best version of yourself. It's a continuous process of learning and self-improvement. Another benefit of this is improved relationships. When you understand yourself better, you can communicate more effectively with others and build stronger, more meaningful connections. And let's not forget about happiness. When you're living a life that aligns with your values and passions, you're more likely to experience a sense of fulfillment and happiness. Of course, this isn't always easy. It can be scary to confront your own flaws and weaknesses, but the rewards are well worth it. So, if you're feeling lost or unsure of who you are, take some time for self-discovery. Explore your values, passions, and strengths. Embrace your flaws and work on improving yourself. Trust us, you won't regret it. Secondly, resistance to change. Changing our behavior can be challenging, especially if we're comfortable with our current habits. Let's talk about resistance to change and staying in your comfort zone. We all love feeling comfortable and secure. It's human nature to want to stick with what we know and avoid the unknown. But here's the thing, staying in your comfort zone can actually be bad for you in the long run. Why? Well, for starters, it limits your growth and potential. When you stay in your comfort zone, you're not challenging yourself or learning anything new. You're not pushing yourself to be better or to try new things. In fact, the more you stay in your comfort zone, the more your skills and abilities stagnate. You become complacent and stop growing as a person. It can also lead to missed opportunities. When you're not willing to step outside of your comfort zone, you're limiting yourself to the same experiences and opportunities over and over again. You're not giving yourself a chance to experience new things, meet new people, or learn new skills. And let's not forget about the impact on your mental health. Staying in your comfort zone can lead to feelings of boredom, frustration, and even depression. You're not challenging yourself or experiencing the excitement and sense of accomplishment that comes with trying new things and achieving your goals. So, what can you do? Embrace change and step out of your comfort zone. Take on new challenges, learn new skills, and try new experiences. It may be uncomfortable at first, but the rewards are well worth it. You'll grow as a person, open yourself up to new opportunities, and experience a greater sense of fulfillment and happiness.
Remember, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So take a deep breath, step out of your comfort zone, and see where it takes you. Finally, a lack of willingness to look inward. It's easy to focus on external factors rather than examining our own thoughts and emotions. Let's talk about the importance of looking inward. We all have a tendency to focus on external factors like our job, relationships, or material possessions. But what about our inner selves? Here's the thing, a lack of willingness to look inward can be bad for you in many ways. When you don't take the time to reflect on your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, you miss out on opportunities for personal growth and self-improvement. Ignoring your inner self can also lead to feelings of dissatisfaction and unhappiness. You may feel like something is missing in your life, but you can't quite put your finger on what it is. In addition, a lack of self-awareness can negatively impact your relationships. When you're not aware of your own thoughts and emotions, it can be difficult to communicate effectively with others. You may unintentionally hurt someone's feelings or react in a way that doesn't align with your values. So, what can you do? Take the time to look inward and reflect on your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Practice mindfulness, journaling, or meditation to help you become more self-aware. And remember, it's okay to confront your flaws and weaknesses. In fact, acknowledging them is the first step towards self-improvement. So, embrace your inner self and take the time to explore your thoughts and emotions. You'll gain a greater sense of self-awareness, improve your relationships, and experience a greater sense of fulfillment and happiness. Examples of self-awareness in action Let's take a look at some examples of self-awareness in action. Many successful individuals practice self-awareness. Today I want to share my personal experience with self-awareness. I believe that constantly working on ourselves is key to personal growth and development. Whenever I face a confrontation or challenge in my life, my first instinct is to look at my own actions and behaviors. I ask myself questions like, how could I have handled that situation better? Or what can I do to improve myself as a partner or friend? Through this process, I often identify triggers or patterns in my behavior that may have contributed to the situation. Maybe I reacted too quickly or said something hurtful without thinking. But here's the thing, self-awareness isn't just about identifying our flaws and weaknesses. It's also about acknowledging our strengths and working on improving ourselves in all areas of our lives. When I identify an area where I could improve, I make a conscious effort to work on it. Whether it's apologizing for a mistake or taking steps to change my behavior in the future, I'm always striving to be a better version of myself. Of course, self-awareness isn't always easy. It can be uncomfortable to confront our own flaws and weaknesses, but the benefits are well worth it. By constantly working on ourselves, we can improve our relationships, increase our emotional intelligence, and experience a greater sense of fulfillment and happiness. So, the next time you're faced with a challenging situation, take a moment to reflect on your own actions and behaviors. Ask yourself how you can improve and what steps you can take to become a better version of yourself. Trust me, it's a journey worth taking. Real-life examples of how self-awareness has positively impacted people's lives include improving communication with loved ones, making better career decisions, and overcoming personal challenges. To recap, self-awareness is the ability to recognize and understand your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. It's essential for emotional intelligence, communication, and personal growth. To develop self-awareness, try mindfulness, journaling, and seeking feedback from others. But be aware of obstacles like fear of self-discovery, resistance to change, and a lack of willingness to look inward. Remember that self-awareness is a journey, not a destination. It takes time and effort to develop, but the benefits are well worth it. Before we wrap up, here are some final thoughts and advice for developing self-awareness. Firstly, be patient with yourself. Developing self-awareness is a process that takes time and practice. Secondly, be open to feedback. Sometimes, hearing constructive criticism can be difficult, but it's essential for personal growth. Finally, be kind to yourself. Remember that self-awareness is not about being perfect but understanding and accepting yourself as you are. Our call to action for today is to begin developing your self-awareness. 
try one of the strategies we mentioned today, such as mindfulness or journaling, and see how it impacts your life. Remember, self-awareness is a powerful tool that can positively impact your personal and professional life. So take the first step towards developing your self-awareness today. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for listening. We hope you found it informative and useful. If you want more content in between Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, head over to brppre.com to explore our blog and videos. Don't forget to tune in next time for more insights and discussion. That's a wrap for today's episode of the BRAP RE Livable Lux podcast. We hope you found the information and insights shared today valuable and inspiring. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more tips, strategies, and inspirations to live your best life. Remember, on Mondays, we dive into business, investing, and real estate. Wednesdays are all about elevating your style and life, and Fridays we explore the unexpected. Please keep in mind that the information provided on this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. The information should not be considered as professional, financial, legal, or personal advice. Always consult with a professional before making any financial or lifestyle decisions. Until next time, stay ambitious, and thank you for listening.